0: Today we have with us Rahul Keshri, founder of Manoeuvres and the dating coach. Hi Rahul. Hi, what's up? Um, okay, so bef- when I heard the word dating coach, the first thing mm-hmm. I thought of was, uh, there's this movie, Shahrukh Khan, Saif Ali Khan. Have you watched it? Um, Shahrukh tells Saif that uh, he gives him a book and tells Saat Din Me In. Yeah.
1: I'm
0: not <laughs> getting the name of the movie. What, what is it?
1: Uh, I also don't remember the name of the movie, but there is also another movie with Salman Khan in it. Salman Khan and Govinda. Okay. And I guess Salman Khan is playing uh, the as the love yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, partner, the movie partner. So
0: are you the partner that a guy needs?
1: Uh so that is a very uh, Bollywood what do you say? That is a very like, you know, glamorized version of what we do.
0: Okay, Uh, let's uh, start by talking about maneuvers. how did you get this idea and what do you people actually do and what is this dating coach? I mean, every single word is new to me, so I want (laughs) to know everything about it.
1: Hmm. So the first thing is, uh, this is a very new thing and uh, this has always been something which like, you know, this has existed since the beginning of time, like, uh, even if you go and check into the history, you will see names such as Casanova. Uh Even if you check Hindu mythology, you will see things such as Kama Sutra and everything. So those books were about dating. Those books were about sex. Those books were about relationships. How men and women come together. How to build harmony between them. So everything. But what happens is uh as we modernize, as we become more and more politically correct, as we become, you know, more and more conditioned to live in the present society. Mm-hmm. What happens is things such as, uh, you know, sex or expressing the desire for having sex or expressing the desire to meet somebody, not for a long-term relationship, but for a short-term relationship or just to, for a hookup or just to get to know somebody or just casual dating, this kind of becomes uh, taboo. Yeah. Like it's fine. It happens. Everybody knows that it is going on in the world, but
0: but it should be nobody
1: wants people. to talk about it. Yes. Hmm. And uh, I am surprised that why the world has not, you know, kind of gotten into it. Because if you look at a person's life, be it a guy or a girl, you will see that there is coaching and there is guidance in every part of your life, right? If you want to start your own business, you go to your family member who has already started a business and you learn a little bit from them. Or there are business coaches. Uh, that can teach you how to start a business how to build a brand how to market how to sell etc right if you are you know planning to be a footballer there are coaches around if you are planning to be a you know model there are agencies around so everything is designed to guide you to become what you want but another major uh, part of the life i think this is the most important part of the life is relationships hmm. is you know meeting somebody meeting the you know, other person that you might want to date, that you might want to marry, that you might want to have kids with, but, like, that is kept as a, you know, chance, that, yeah, if you are lucky, you know, if somebody, have you heard this fact that, uh, this term that if somebody gets an amazing wife, people talk how he got lucky, Yeah. right, and uh, what I want to ask everybody in the world is that, uh, is this not a little bit sad that, you know, one of the most important uh, you know, aspects of her life is left to luck and chance. That mm-hmm. hey, if I k- get lucky, I might you know find the girl that I want to uh, spend my life with, or I might find the guy that I want to be forever with, right? If it happens, good for you. If it does not happen, then maybe you know who knows.
0: Yeah, we do that.
1: Yeah. So this is a little bit of a problem because as a guy, you know, when I I am from a small city, I'm from Patna. So I moved for my college to Delhi. And when I moved to Delhi, I realized that I'm a very small part of this very huge world. Mm. I first started, you know, uh, looking around. I first started using social media, dating apps. I first started going out to clubs, bars, meeting friends. And I saw that, you know, there is a side of the world that I'm completely not connected to. Mm. Right? That there are people who are having fun. Like it is not about money. It is not about looks. It is not about how successful they are. They're just normal people like you and me and they're having fun. They have a social circle. They are happy with their life. And I wanted to be the part of the circle. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to have a little bit more fun in my life. I wanted to meet people. Hmm. I wanted to have a dating life. I wanted to have a social life. So I did not know how I I should go about doing that. So I started searching. I started working on myself. I started going out and I decided that well, uh, you know, online is not working for me very well, so let me meet people in real life. So I started going out, like, to clubs or even to, like, you know, places such as CP in the mall, and I started approaching people that I saw. Okay. There were some videos and there were some resources of what to do, what not to do, and they told you the basics of things, like, you know, have a loud and clear voice, have eye contact, eye contact is very attractive, You know, uh, wear nice clothes, look good. But that was like the very basic. Mm. It will give you the chance to, you know, it will stop somebody. If you look good, if your eye contact is good, if your vocal tonality is good, it will stop somebody. And that person may stop and talk to you, but not necessarily they will, you know, exchange numbers or not necessarily they will uh, fall in love with you or like to you. Yes, exactly. They Mm. won't be interested in you. So you have to create a premise of the conversation. If you're talking to a per- person, or if you're talking to a girl, then you have to create a context. You have to create an underlying premise that this conversation is happening because I am interested in you. I'm interested in seeing you, I'm interested in knowing you more, I'm interested in dating you. Mm-hmm. So the entire conversation happens from that frame. It's not like we go up to somebody and we are like, hey, how how nice is the weather today, right? What do you do? Oh, that's amazing, I'm into this. So. It is not a random conversation that goes nowhere. Mm. So this is where I come in and this is where, you know, what we teach is, you know, helpful to people and uh, what people can apply practically on a day-to-day life whenever they're out, whenever they want to see, uh, you know, meet somebody or approach somebody or talk to somebody or even build a social circle. So this is something that can help. Before
0: going forward, I want to know why is this specifically for men and not for women do you think women are like amazing already
1: no no i think that there should be co- female coaches who are teaching uh you know who are helping women to improve their dating life also but right now uh i am not into women's dating coaching because i'm simply not a woman and i don't okay. know what emotions they have gone to or what kind of you know personal problems they have so i have met women and i have dated women and i can understand some things that they face for example there is a common problem with women that a lot of women complain that they are meeting guys but they are meeting like jerks they are meeting assholes and after some point the relationship gets boring you know the guy starts cheating or you lose interest in the guy and you feel like you want to meet more people so there is no like women kind of get into this cycle into this you know race Mm -hmm. into this rut yeah, and it's hard for them to get out of that. I am sure, like if you are, if you go out or if you, you know, have those experiences, then you can relate to it.
0: Okay. Uh, so how suppose a guy approaches you, telling that he <laughs> needs to improve himself, he wants your help. What are you okay. going to tell him? Like the first few things that you you want him to be perfect at before getting into okay.
1: Creating? So first of all, I am going to talk to him about his life, about his life experiences about what kind of experiences he has had with women, right? So just like everything else, people or men might have a very bad relationship with women in general, hmm. okay? This can stem from problems, like I don't want to go into, you know, very technical details here, but this can come from problems such as childhood trauma or if your, if your parents' relationship was not very good hmm. and you, you know, you you may internalize that, that is what a relationship is supposed to look like, or that is how a man should treat his woman, or that is how a woman should be with a man. So you build a false or you build a very poisonous image in your head of how to talk to women, of how uh, women are. You build a very negative mentality towards sex. You think that, you know, you can buy a gift or you can bribe a woman into sex or into dating you. You can, you know, show off your grades, your achievements, Uh, you know, your doctorate or your degrees and she will be interested in dating you. So, men tend to be very logical in these things. Men tend to be like, dude, I have a job, I have a car, I have a bike, why won't she date me?
0: I think I can just say in my general observation, men are having a lot of commitment issues. I mean, maybe not all of them, but most of them.
1: So, there are two kinds of... uh, Issues that men generally face, not just men, but women generally face. So one is uh, the person who is uh, addicted to love. Uh, one is who is a codependent person. So I, when I started first working on myself, I found out that I am a codependent person. Mm. If somebody is being nice to me, I would uh, start like falling in love with them. Mm. I would start keeping them on a pedestal because people are not generally nice to me, and if a girl is being nice to me, then I would start thinking that, you know, uh, maybe she's the one, maybe she's the special one, maybe this is going to last forever. So, I was in a very codependent state. I was dependent on the other person to make me feel happy. I was dependent on the other person to make me feel fulfilled. Hmm. So, basically speaking, you know, you might have heard this phrase that uh, she completed me. Yeah. Right? So, at that time, I felt that she completed me. The person I was dating completed me. Even if that girl was not the girl I wanted. If you have given me options like, Dahul, you know, now you can date anybody you want. Mm-hmm. I would have moved out of that relationship, but since I did not have, you know, what it takes to find somebody better, I was forced to stay in that relationship and I rationalized that, yeah, uh, you know, let's just make it work like this only. Yeah. So this is a codependent person. Another person is a narcissistic person. A narcissistic person will not uh, is a person with commitment issues. A person who is like you know addicted to sex or who is a narcissist, he will kind of try to move from one person to another another person to third because he needs that hit he or she needs that hit of another person mm-hmm. he or she needs the validation that okay, one more you know uh agar diya man yeah yeah, like a call achievement over yeah yeah, so these two things are very common if you you know, have read, or if you have any idea about, like, the psychological nature of dating, mm-hmm. then you will find these two terms very commonly used. Like, people are either love addicts or codependents, or people become narcissistic. and can they, become, they like, both? you know. No, it is not possible to be both. Okay. You can be, like, you can have a degree to it. Like, you can be, like, you know, a little bit narcissistic, like, five ten percent narcissistic behavior but Uh usually there will be a predominant kind of you know relationship to what kind of personality you have you are
0: Mm -hmm. right okay Um, wow this is like now i feel like i am both i'm just trying to analyze what that thing
1: is Okay. okay why why you say that
0: um i don't know i just feel i like the newness of it but I'm also Mm -hmm. like I don't want to take it forward am I ready for it or not that's what I keep thinking half the time but if anything nice happens then I'll be like okay this is where I'm going to marry him so okay (laughs) yeah I I, have been in both the shows so that's why I thought of it
1: it might it might be possible because uh, when I was starting I was a codependent person and then as I kind of grew My ego became kind of very huge, and I started thinking that, you know, uh, I can get any girl that I want and I can do whatever I want. Like, I kind of had this uh, over exaggerated ego. Yeah. So I kind of went a little bit narcissistic. But, like, since like 2019, I guess 2019 or from the start of 2020, I've been, I've started to like, you know, balance both of my sides, Mm -hmm. and I've become a more like independent or interdependent person.
0: So, do you think if a guy is uh, very confident, there are chances yeah. that, you know, he is, he, he can cheat on you, yeah. right? There are there people are who are not perfect. good at it, they don't talk, uh, okay. they are fine, okay, they, they'll stick to you, they think that you, what uh, they have found in you is the best they can find and they are with you all the time. But then, then yeah. there are these properly groomed and uh very uh you know exciting people who are mm-hmm. who keep looking for new things so they don't mm-hmm. actually stick to something that is good even if it's good hmm. yeah so
1: so uh like what you're talking about is uh you know confidence is something different if a guy is very confident then he knows that he will do it like I know that, you know, right now, if I'm dating somebody, I know that I can go to a club and take somebody else home, but it's my choice. It's a choice that I'm saying to myself that I'm not going to do it, even if I can do it. Mm. But if I'm in that phase, if I'm in the phase of like right now, I'm not in the relationship phase. So even if I see somebody, and if I see that the relationship is going a little bit too serious, Mm. and you know, things are becoming very hot and heavy, then I like express this thing that, hey, listen, I am not going to give you false expectations and I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm going to be with you, I'm going to be your boyfriend, I'm going to date you for long term. Right now, I'm not looking for a relationship. So please don't expect a relationship out of me. So I would say that very upfront. I would not keep them hanging on a false note that, you know, Mm -hmm. one day Rahul will change and one day it is my proactive decision that right now, uh, you know, I'm also kind of traveling, I'm also kind of building this uh, startup. So there are going to be a lot of unstable parts of my life. Okay. and I don't want to enter into a relationship and I right now I don't feel like you know I should be into a relationship so I would make it very clear but if I am in a part or if I am in a phase of my life where I want to be with somebody mm-hmm. then that will be my decision, that will be my proactive decision because when I was dating somebody uh, back in 2018 I dated her for like one and a half year mm-hmm. and what happened was I got a lot of chances because the girls I had met before, they were calling me. I was meeting other people. I was going to the club. But, like, I never, like, I never, you know, fell down. I, like, I never stumbled. Okay. Right? Because I know that I can get this whenever I want. So, I was not ready to destroy my relationship just to get a one-night stand or just to get, you know, sex from a random stranger. Because, to be honest, if guys or people who did not, uh, you know, who haven't met a lot of people... For them, this may be exciting, but once you, you know, kind of start getting uh, getting it, once you start uh, getting the hang of it, then a sex with a random stranger does not really mean a lot. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. really know each other. Most of the times, it is a little it's bit awkward. It's just physical, most of the
0: temporary. And <laughs> yes. It doesn't mean anything.
1: Yes. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So, if you're not doing it for fun, then, uh, like, you have to understand, What do you want in this moment of your life? Hmm. And you have to make it clear to the other person so that that person will not have any false expectations from you.
0: Okay. Um, There's so much more to talk. We have just started and it's been already, you know, around 20 minutes. So, I think we should leave the rest for the next podcast because, you know, there's suspense and there's still so much more for me to learn and, of course, for the others too. So, we'll return back, we'll bring Rahul again into BB Square Life very soon. But for now, this is all.